are wine and crime peeps how's it going welcome back to another episode of hwc oh mysterious i like it <laughs> tonight is devil's night tonight is the night we're recording this is devil's night and nothing spooky has happened and fingers crossed it stays that way <laughs> but we're at my house so it could change it any given time. You never know. Lo had me watch this show. It's on Peacock. It's called Suburban Screams. And I was here um, with her dogs while they were out of town the other night. And I turned it on. First episode freaked me the F out, okay? And I was like, I'm kind of scared right now in your house by myself <laughs> watching this. <laughs> but I highly recommend that show. It's really good. So thank you for the recommendation. The last weird thing that happened was we watched The Conjuring, the credits ended, and then all of a sudden, I don't know where my Alexa played Chop Chop Slide by ICP. So random. It is. Your Alexa's so random. It very is. She likes to keep you on your toes. Because it'll play anything from Cardi B to Kurt Cobain to... To The Exorcist. ICP, to The Exorcist. Yep. She really has her own personality. She really has a wide array of interests, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm not even going to lie. I was thinking about your Alexa while I was watching those episodes. And I was like, if this bitch goes off right now, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> she just wanted unplugged it. I know, honestly, I probably should have, but she didn't go off. So thank you, Alexa. You probably could feel my fear while I was watching that episode. I was like, oh my gosh, if she went off right now, I would flip. <laughs> I'd see you running out of there. I know. The rain just running out of the house crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's Devil's Night for us. But for you guys, um, it's the following week after Halloween. So hopefully you all at home had a really fun or chill or whatever you wanted it to be kind of Halloween night. <laughs> now we're getting ready to do the gobble gobble. Right? The wobble wobble. <laughs> all the things. But yeah, um, figured we'd throw another halloween story at you hopefully you enjoyed last week's chelsea brock story that low gave us that was really sad story um but if you haven't listened to it go back and check it out um but yeah this week we're gonna do another one this one's a little shorter um and it's the halloween killing but before she gets into it can i just have one quick second, I just want to give a special shout out. My heart is broken. I feel a piece of me is missing. I just want to say R.I.P. to Matthew Perry, a.k.a. Chandler Bing, Chandler Bong. <laughs> if you know, you know. And, uh, yeah, um, there's been a lot of celebrity deaths that have, like, shocked me or made me feel very sad, but this one is a totally different sadness like it's he's a friend he's a friend and going back and watching those episodes like they're never going to be the same and i'm already seeing some of the memes like where joey's looking at the empty chair and it says the one we lose a friend yeah and then there there was the clip where phoebe was like oh it's will be great then it has been a long time since all six of us were in there at the same time and my because like what do you mean we're all together now and it shows a clip of Rachel and it says, Ma, Chandler's not here. Ugh. And it's just, 
I see all these clips and it just it's already hitting hard. Yeah. It's just so sad. I love the sweet memes that people are making. I come to grips with it yet. Oh, yeah. You think I know him personally, but I well, feel like you have. I feel like, yeah, when, when you, like, really, like, invest, like, years literally watching a show and, like falling in love with a group of characters and everything you do feel like a connection even if you don't like know the person personally especially for him too like the fact that he just you know got sober a couple years ago and has been sharing his story and doing all this good work it's just very unfortunate you know timing that this was his time it's almost like it's not fair though like Mm-mm. he finally got clean he was out playing pickleball he was doing a book tour for his new book he was hosting a sober house in Malibu for sober men, and he was promoting all the stuff. He was looking good, feeling great, regardless of what some of the pictures. The press is picking some shitty pictures. I know. Those, which, those are old pictures. Yeah. And I just feel like it's not fair. He's finally in a good spot in his life where he's feeling healthy and happy and positive, and then bam. I know. But... Horrible timing, but I mean, I don't know. Another good angel on the other side. Yep, definitely. See you on the other side, homie. Yeah, so definitely rest in peace. Like, I will say too, which is making me, it makes me like sad and mad uh, at like at our society because I've seen those sweet memes, but I've also seen ones where people are like making jokes about it. Oh, I don't Like I've horrible seen... ones, and I'm like, he literally, he just died like two days ago yeah i know i saw one today a friend showed it she's like i don't even want to show it to you she's like um but she showed it to me and i was like too soon bro yeah people are just horrible (laughs) like he just passed away people are grieving like even if like just his family and friends are probably you know hitting them hard grieving and then they don't want to see these horrible memes of people making fun of the situation like a man died I know, like, oh, he was an addict. He he was clean, but even if he was still an addict, he's still a human being. Exactly, everybody's got shit. Friends and family, and he still was still a person. Yeah. No matter what his demons were, he wasn't an evil person. No. He wasn't out to hurt anybody. You know. Yeah, everybody's got their shit. So do better, people. Not you, creepies. I know you're better than that, but I know this isn't uplifting, but this is for you, Matthew Perry. Yes. You know weird in a twisted way could this be any more weirder yeah right (laughs) you got the references low (laughs) so on that note um now that we had some cerebral cerebral terrible sad stuff to talk about crystal's gonna uplift us (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna just keep going down that terrible sad that cerebral rabbit hole um but shout out to dex before we do before we forget but yeah. Which, sorry, I did forget. Did you know Keith Morrison was Matthew Perry's stepdad? No. Okay, so many things about Keith Morrison I've been learning the past couple episodes. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. They talked about it when he was on the show with Dax. Oh my gosh. Keith Morrison's his stepdad. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I totally forgot about it and it got re brought up. Yeah, through this. Death. But yeah. So. Whoa. In a Full way, circle, we're man. Doing a Keith Morrison yeah. thing. Keith Morrison was in our episode <laughs> last week, too. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, not really keeping up uh, with a positive spirit. Um, we'll get into this not-so-uplifting story. <laughs> I kind of figured by the first three sentences. Yeah. 
<laughs> so on Halloween night, a really disturbing, horrible act of violence happened, which I'm sure isn't like that uncommon. Like I, I feel like there has to be like every Halloween something has to go down because the crazies think it's their time to come out. Um, but on this particular Halloween night, a Florida woman, she was shot and killed in front of her seven-year-old twin daughters still in her costume from trick-or-treating. I'm just like, for one thing, obviously for her to get shot, horrible. But then for her little kids to see it, I hate when kids are involved in any of these stories and when they see people getting, like, that's going to mess them up for the rest of their lives especially their mom like oh horrible so police officer said that a man named daryl williams he was 49 years old he was the one responsible for the death of the mother of his children so the Florida woman was 35-year-old Tiffany James. And apparently he committed this murder while he was wearing the mask of the character Jason from Friday the 13th. So he was in costume too. And I'm just like, that's messed up that you're going to... Yeah, people got baby mama drama or they got drama with their kids' parents and whatnot. But to shoot them in front of your kids on Halloween, wearing costumes, while you're wearing Friday the 13th costume, like, disgusting. Even Jason Voorhees wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have even stooped that low. Not in front of kids. No. Ugh, his own kids, too. So, Michael Blair, a Hillsborough County Sheriff's detective, said that he was a monster. Daryl had absolutely no regard for his children. No father would ever put their daughters or even put their children through witnessing that. So in Brandon, Florida, which is a suburb east of Tampa, police received a 911 call from a terrified neighbor around 11 p.m. on Halloween in 2015. The woman told dispatchers she heard a loud bang or boom and the door to her own apartment blew open, which is so wild to think about. <laughs> um, she went outside, obviously, to only see this, like, horrific scene going on. And I can't imagine, like, you hear... She probably didn't even think it was a gunshot if it was a boom and then her door flies open, like... I would be like, did a bomb just go off? Like, what is the world Slack ending? Yeah, open. like, what is going on? I can't imagine what was happening in her mind during this. But she went over to look, and there was a woman on the ground who she recognized as her neighbor, Tiffany James. And somebody else in a full Halloween costume holding a shotgun, aiming it down at her, Blair said. The neighbor, she told police that she closed the door and hid only to hear three gunshots. And then that's when she heard a knock at her door. She obviously was super reluctant to open it. Um, but when she did, she saw a terrified little girl covered in blood. 
oh, just heartbreaking. Can't imagine. Just so sick. So she obviously took the little girl in and her twin sister in the apartment, um, you know, because they had blood all over them. Um, their costume and it, their hair, their face, there was blood all over it. Probably standing there in shock. Probably. I can't even imagine, like, what was going through their minds, especially as children. Like, I would be shocked as an adult for if that happened. But, like, kids, how do they process that? The detective says one of them couldn't even talk. Like, she would try, but there was no voice coming out, and it, it was just heartbreaking, they said. So, James... She was rushed by first responders to Tampa General Hospital, where she ultimately did die of her injuries. And witnesses reported seeing the costumed person running from the area, and they said it was believed to be a man, but the descriptions were vague. People didn't know exactly who did this. Obviously, he was in a mask and in a costume, so they weren't exactly sure what was going down. And witnesses also noticed a silver sedan that left the complex quickly around the time of the shots. But no one got a license plate number and there were sadly no security cameras at the apartment complex either. Which I'm like, man, whenever this happens, I'm like, we got to step up our security game because there's too many things going down where there's like, there's no cameras here. You know, it's like, I get the whole big brother thing. People aren't, like, stoked on being watched. But at the same time, when people are committing these violent, unnecessary crimes, like, it would lead to their capture way sooner. You can watch me. Protect me. Right. I know. Please. I'm not doing anything wrong so you can watch me. (laughs) So, obviously, they had kids together, Tiffany and Daryl, but... Their relationship, you know, was a little bit complicated. So James's brother, so Tiffany's brother, helped to fill police in on the men in her life. Um, So Daryl was one of them that he kind of told police about. And then she did have a current boyfriend as well. So they were obviously starting with the men in her life to figure out, okay, could it be a lover situation. I feel like they always start, they always have to start there because 90% of the time that's the case, I feel. So Daryl and Tiffany, they first met in 2008 and Tiffany was, or excuse me, Daryl was 14 years older than Tiffany. Wow. That's a big, yeah, big gap. Um, they both had children from previous relationships But after they had the twin girls together, they decided, you know, oh, we want to get married. Like, let's make plans to start our future together, all that stuff. But um, it ultimately never happened. So after being together for five years, they did end up splitting up. And Tiffany, she ran into an old friend who was also a single dad in the summer of 2015. So of that same year. He and Tiffany had never been romantic until after she ended it with Daryl, says her brother. He was clarifying, you know, he's like, they weren't a thing until after her and Daryl broke up. And just in the last few months, their friendship 
had developed into a relationship and you know he thought she was a wonderful mom so detectives decided to interview tiffany's current boyfriend first he told police that he'd been trick-or-treating with tiffany and her girls and they were supposed to come over to his house after changing out of their costumes but then they never showed up he also told police that a driver in a black vehicle had been following them that night with a Jason mask hanging on the rear view mirror, which is just, oh, that gives me like creepy chills. The fact that he was like stalking them beforehand, you know what I mean? And you could see the mask like foreshadowing everything. Gross. So... The policeman Garcia said that he believed that Daryl had been following them throughout the night while they were out trick-or-treating and doing everything. He said, I think he really just kind of tried to stay away from him. You know, her current boyfriend wasn't really going at the car being like, what do you want? You know, he's just like, all right, let's just keep going and I don't know, try to just move away from this person. So then police, obviously, next had to hit up Daryl and talk to him about the whole situation. Um, They tried to talk to him at his home, but he wasn't there. However, his neighbors did report that he did have a black vehicle as well as two other ones. One of Daryl's older daughters arrived as the police were waiting. She said, I know what my father is capable of. She said, if something's happened to Tiffany, then my father is your prime suspect. So this is his older daughter from a previous relationship that he had. And the fact that his own daughter is saying that, I mean, that just kind of says what kind of guy this is. You know, if your own daughter is going to like rat you out like that and be like, I don't know what he's capable of. Like something's happened to Tiffany. Like my dad's your guy. You know what I mean? It's pretty sinister if uh, your own daughter is like, yeah, no, I get you. Right, like. Yeah. Could be him, could be him. Yeah, but, exactly. But, uh, but I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing. She's wink, like, wink, 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 wink. nudge, nudge. <laughs> um, yeah, she went into like further detail when she was talking to police. And she was just describing his behavior you know saying it was volatile saying he'd even aimed a gun at her own mother's face in the past um she explained that her father was a very controlling man he has a history of violent behaviors um when tiffany ended her relationship with him that's often a trigger for an escalation of these behaviors uh says a forensic psychologist Allison Tarbox, which like that right there, I mean, you know, she breaks up with him. She starts hanging out with this new guy. Crazy, crazy tick bomb is going off in his head and like couldn't take it anymore, I guess. What do they call that? Oh, yeah, narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Psychopath. Yeah, they can't lose. They can't feel rejection. They can't feel slighted. They nope. can't feel like they have to have all the powers. Yeah. And I'm wondering, too, like, if he, I, if, you know, what if he didn't even plan on 
killing her, but he was like, let me see what they're doing. And he was just following them, stalking them, trick-or-treating. And he sees her with this new guy with their kids. And that might have triggered something in him to be like... But I feel like people who go looking for trouble, you find trouble. Oh, for sure. You go looking for something, you're going to find something. Like all the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So detectives discovered several troubling instances between Daryl and Tiffany, including harassment at Tiffany's work and the fact that one time someone disabled her gas tank which I don't even know how you do that but one day before the murder the two had been in court and Tiffany had been awarded custody of the twins so there we go I mean take them and run that yeah like if he's out here stalking her harassing her at work cutting off her gas like this is the mother of your children if it's not working out like, romantically between you two, you still have kids together, so you should want her to be safe and okay because she's the mother of your children. Like, it's but wild it to me. It's not like he has that. He doesn't have that empathy. Pretend, uh, what is it, the parental yeah. empathy? He doesn't have that, you know. Yeah, he clearly doesn't. You're right, because nurturing. if that. his oldest daughter is even like, my dad did it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he obviously doesn't have that. Which is good. I'm glad that she got granted custody, but obviously he decided to take matters into his own hands. Um, so Detective Blair says the courts had sided with her and they de- ultimately decided to have him help her financially. Blair says, and now we have an individual that may be upset with Tiffany about the fact that he's going to have to pay her for the next 15 or 16 years. This was just creating more and more issues for him. Which, sidebar, 15 or 16 years, if the twins are seven, I thought, don't they only have to pay till they're 18? I think some of them go higher. I think it depends on... Um, the state insurances. I think some insurances can keep you until you're 26, 25, 24. Um, and then I think a lot of it plays into, like, schooling and I don't know. Like I college of, and stuff? Yeah, I heard had heard of some cases where it's not exactly 18. So I'm not sure exactly how that works. Okay. Yeah, and it might depend on, like, the state and everything, too. But yeah, as law enforcement put out an alert for um, his vehicle, they ended up finding it a few miles from Tiffany's apartment at his girlfriend's house. So he has a girlfriend named Rosalind. And weirdly enough, she also owned a silver sedan. Just like the one that was seen driving away from the murder scene. What would you know about that? Weird coinkadink. <laughs> or was it? Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> so, although Daryl wasn't there at the apartment, his girlfriend, Rosalind, told detectives that she had been with him on Halloween night. And she left him sleeping on the couch as she ran errands. So she's like, 
I don't know anything about what you're talking about. But when detectives subpoenaed Rosalind's phone records, they showed not only was she not running errands, she was at Tiffany's apartment complex on Halloween night. Caught you, girl. Caught you in a lie. Busted. There's this thing called, like, towers that ping your location. Ping, 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 ping. In case you didn't know, now you do. And if you don't... I knew you were... I literally knew. Did you hear my pause? Because I was waiting. I'm like, I know she's going to do that. Oh, she knows me so well. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> um, eventually, Rosalind confessed to driving Daryl to Tiffany's apartment, but claimed that she had no idea what he was planning to do. Like, wh- I don't know. I don't get, like, how you're going to just be like, yeah, I drove my boyfriend to his ex-girlfriend's house but i didn't know what was gonna happen or what he was doing like if you're a girlfriend you're gonna be like why am i driving you to your ex-girlfriend's house i mean i get you have kids unless he said i would say why am i driving to your ex-girlfriend's house i think it's more like i ain't driving true okay your ex-girlfriend's house that's correct yeah i mean no you would be correct in that There better be something heavy duty in it for me. Like, right. the reason why we're doing this. Exactly. Like, there needs to be some good explanation. I'm not your, like, wingman to go stalk your ex-girlfriend. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah, she says she has no idea what he planned to do um, until he put a mask on and got out of the car with a gun. She admitted to seeing and hearing him pull the trigger and fire the first shot before she just decided to book it and drive away immediately. Now, this kind of blew my mind a tiny bit. I don't know. She she was never charged for her role in the murder at all. And I could see it both ways. If she genuinely didn't know, if she was just driving her boyfriend and then he ran out of the car with a gun and shot someone, I guess that's, you know, that's not her fault because she didn't know. And if they can't find evidence proving that she did know about it or anything. But also, I don't know. Like, it's just like, mm, should she have gotten something? Like, even, like, for driving him to the crime? I don't know. I don't know. That's something. Like, if she had no idea that that was going to happen, I feel like now, like... I guess you'd have to see her demeanor. If she was truly, like, distraught and was like, what the F did you just do? And, like, called 911 and, like, was doing everything in her power to put him away and really show remorse, like, no, I was not a part of this, then I don't really think it's her fault. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she didn't do that. But if she was a part of it, like, or if she just left the scene and was like, oh, you did that and then took off and didn't say anything, mm-hmm. then I'd probably hold her a little bit. Yeah. Because she could have at least did the right thing and called 911. Right. She could have turned him in, could have did something. But the fact that you sat on it, I feel like there should be some crime for... Um, like withholding that information. Yeah, withholding information, knowing that a crime had took place and didn't call 911. Like... Almost like, I don't want to say concealing the body, but almost kind of like... Right. um, It's not even tampering with evidence because she didn't... And she lied to the police when they first 
questioned her. So that should, isn't that an offense? Lying to the police? Yeah, yeah. Unless they gave her like some slack because she did end up telling them that he did it. I don't know. Like it's so, it is tricky. But yeah, you're right. Like the fact that she didn't call the police and let them know what happened. She kind of just went home and was like, all right, I'm going to go back about my life. And not do anything about it. And I think she was still with him, like, in a relationship. So it's, and like, tricky. And she left those poor two little girls yes. standing there. It's horrible. Like, even if you didn't want to go to jail and you don't want to be a part of it, like... I hope the little girls... little girls call 911 and sit in comfort. They just lost their mama. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a good dad, obviously, so... I hope to God they have a good grandma. I know. Ugh, that's horrible. But, yeah, she was never... She was never charged for anything. Um, Now, Daryl, on the other hand, he was arrested for the murder. And prosecutors decided to offer him a plea deal instead of putting the twin girls through a trial. Which I understand, you know. Like, they've already been through so much and lost their mom. To make these two seven-year-old girls sit through a trial and have to, like, sit in front of... A bunch of people and talk about what happened that would just be really difficult for them um so tiffany's brother said we were disappointed he shot my sister in the face with a shotgun watched her on the ground the girls were right there with her coward is too good of a word it didn't feel like justice but to avoid any more damage to the girls, I think that avoiding placing them on the stand and putting them back in that situation was the better alternative. So, yeah, he, like, sees the positive of it, but at the same time, you know, he's like, oh, you know, being, like, a loving family member, being like, oh, my gosh, I just want to see this guy get the worst possible sentencing that he can. But at the same time, he, his nieces are here and he has to be there to support them when they don't have their mom. So Daryl will spend 20 years in prison based on the plea deal that he did get. Although he never went into detail to explain why he murdered Tiffany, detectives did get some explanation from an inmate formant. Apparently, he said that Daryl confessed to him that he killed her because she wouldn't take him back. And if he can't have her, nobody else will. Which I feel like there's, that's a layer to it. But I feel like there's definitely like more layers that like drove him to killing her. Like if maybe it started with that, you know, she dumped him and then got a new guy and like wouldn't take him back. But then also, you know, he's seeing her out with his new her new guy and their kids and then also the courts granted her custody over him and granted him to pay child support so I think there's like more layers to it I don't think it was just I mean me personally this is my theory I don't know if this is true but I don't think it was just because he couldn't have her but who knows that's how I'm sure of everything but obviously he's a jealous person he's a controlling person he's a violent person all those persons equal to one just big like where he just snapped Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like there were all these little things just waiting to come out and it just boiled over 
Exactly. And I think the whole losing his kids, I don't even know if he really honestly cared that he lost his kids that much. I think it was more of, oh, she's with another dude and I will not have that. I mm-hmm. think that's what did her in and that's what made him snap, you know. Yep, and that's... uh. I think that's true because that's, like, got to be the narcissist in him, you know? Because if he really cared about his kids, he wouldn't have shot her. Exactly. And left them there in the streets at night. Yeah, and it's not like he even comforted them as their their father, you know? He just, like, bailed and left them by themselves. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think think it was for the kids either. No, she was a possession. She was a possession to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And he didn't like the rejection. Yeah. Man, nobody likes rejection, but, like, people, like, need to handle it a lot better than that because it's a little crazy, okay? There's lots of other people out there. If somebody doesn't want you, somebody else will, so chill out. (laughs) Oh, this guy, I don't know. Well, yeah. But he had another girl already. Yeah, he did. So that's kind of like the narcissistic thing, too. Exactly. Oh, you can move on. But you think I'm moving on and you take my life. But mm-hmm. you just had your new boo come and drive you to kill your old boo. No. It's so effed up. So twisted. Like, get out of here. Take several seats, my sir. Yeah. Several seats. Because, well, actually, you can take a cot because you're going to be there a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he uh, is scheduled to be released from prison in 2035. So... That's too soon. It is too soon. It's crazy. Yeah, that's like next year. It's, it's not. It's but not, but it's it's getting there. It's like in what? What is that? Nine years. No, no, no. It's twenty three. So twenty four in a couple months. Twenty four. So eleven years. Eleven years. You're right. Sorry. But still. But it was fast math. It was fast math. <laughs> it wasn't correct, but it was fast. It was still fast. <laughs> Did you get that? Yep. Dang it. Yep. TikTok, everybody. Uh, um, but yeah, still too soon, I think. And even Tiffany's brother, he says, I feel like Daryl snapped because he lost control. He was more comfortable with her being gone and out of the picture, as sick and twisted as it is. I think this was his ultimate vengeance. And I don't. I agree with him. I don't think he's wrong when he says that. And no, he, no. And he would know best. Um, but yeah, this, this did come from snapped so it's very fitting he snapped and he killed her so shout out to them hopefully tiffany's brother got the babies yeah and raised them and gave them love and comfort because it sounds like he was close with the sister Mm -hmm. so hopefully he took on the 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 dad uncle role uncle daddy role yep the dunkle (laughs) dunkle the dunkle role yeah, I hope they're doing, you know, well. I know it's been how many years since that? 2015? Low do your fast math. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't bode well for me last time. <laughs> Whatever. It's been it's been quite a few years since 2015. So like hopefully they're, years. yeah, something like that. So hopefully they're in, you know, a good space and doing well in life and, you know, just doing a lot better than I'm sure they were during that time. But yes, that was uh, the Halloween killing story. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're, you're welcome for the happy story, guys. Um, but I thought I would end it on a lighter note. 
since this one's a little shorter and we haven't had a classlessly or criminal story for I do we haven't had one for you guys in a minute so I figured I'd throw one on the end here so this one comes from New York Post so thank you NYP not NYPD but (laughs) so in this stupid case a man was busted smuggling dozens of live birds in hair curlers at JFK airport. How in the... Yep. Okay. Yep, that was my thought. Let's break it down. (laughs) I'll break it down for you. I I need to know. And I have to say, I am reading this from New York Post, and their um, authorship, their narration, whatever you want to say, I don't know what it would be called, is just, like, amazing. I love... I just love how they word this whole thing. So this bird brain failed to fly under the radar, okay? First amazing line, because he was flying at the airport. (laughs) He's a bird brain with his birds. So a smuggler redefined flying cheap (laughs) after getting busted Sunday at John F. Kennedy International Airport with 29 live birds concealed inside of some hair rollers. Lo was going to say something and then she got sucked. I'm just thinking, like, just from the first sentence, like, how did he think they weren't going to hear the... That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, like, you know, he had to have uh, sedated them or something. Like, and also those poor birds being shoved into hair. Like, why? And also why? But continue. Maybe they'll break it down for us. So, the 26-year-old Georgetown Guana native, Guana, I think, native, was on en route to New Jersey when U.S. Customs and Border Protection uncovered all the finches during a luggage inspection, Fox News reported. And while the fly roller wasn't criminally charged, he will be forced to pay a $300 fine. So, that is his... Uh, That is his punishment. The would-be trafficker was flown back to Guana Monday while the birds were quarantined and handed over to the U.S. Department of Agriculture Veterinary Services. So I really hope that those birds are doing well today, okay? Because that's a traumatic event for those 29 little birds. What up, big bird? I'm a big worm. (laughs) Alas... The guana guy was not an original. Another bird brain attempted to smuggle a whooping 70 finches through JFK Airport back in 2018 and was similarly busted by police officers. Now, that's more impressive. I'm not condoning it, but the first guy only had 29 birds. This man had 70 birds in hair rollers. Now, although these hair-raising smuggling methods might sound hilarious, U.S. Custom people, they take bird trafficking very seriously due to the threat of avian flu, which resulted in the deaths of 50 million chickens and turkeys in the U.S. in 2015, which is so sad. So yeah, that's effed up. Why are you bringing your sick birds here? Keep your birds 
where they want to be. If they wanted to be here, they could fly here, okay? <laughs> so don't bring them in hair curlers and make our chickens sick, which then will probably make us sick, which Spine then, flu. yep, then we'll be on lockdown again and nobody wants that. Maybe for like a week, that'd be okay, but like, I'm just gonna say, that's about it. I think it's just like a week. Yeah. Just like, just one week of pain. We just need like a refresh reset week. But aside from that, we don't want the sickness part. No, no. Um, and on a related note, last month, a mutating strain of bird flu emerged in Russia. And it was found to have a fairly high degree of probability of human to human transmission the head of the country's health watchdog warned people in a report. I'm not going to attempt to say his name because it's very long. But meanwhile, this is not the first time in 2021, this was when that article was written, um, that someone has tried to smuggle contraband via hair product. Last month, Indian smugglers were apprehended at the airport attempting to hide gold and stacks of cash under their glued-on wigs. Now, that seems a little bit more understandable if you're smuggling, like, money. But I still truly do not understand why these two men decided that they wanted to smuggle some birds. I don't understand. What were they going to do? Have a bird farm? Do they just have a lot of pet birds? Do they breed these birds? Like, my mind can't come up with a logical reason. Maybe there's drug birds. Maybe in the birds there's actually drugs in the birds. Drugs in the birds? Maybe. That's sad. I feel so bad for the birds. Okay, there's probably not drugs in the birds. Because I that. <laughs> but, I don't know. Maybe they were going to sell them. Maybe they, maybe they were their pets and they really loved the birds. Gosh. Because I also heard it's the word. I was going to try and think of another thing that rhymed. Bird, 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 bird is the word. Bird is the word. <laughs> is that a bird, bird, bird? Bird, 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 bird. Oh my gosh. I can't. <laughs> She's had enough of me tonight. No, I love it. But yeah, I don't know. If you have a lot of pet birds and you're in a different country and you love them, just stay with them. Don't try to put them in air rollers and bring them here. Because they probably won't like that. And neither will any of us, so. Or the people on the plane if they get away. Yeah, that'd be really chaotic. Like, just a bad situation <laughs> all around, man. And you had to pay 300 bucks, so. You lost your birds, and you're out 300 bucks, and you're back to where you started, so. And you guys are, like, really stressing Crystal out with this. Like, that makes me gonna look at people's hair rollers differently now for the rest of my life. Especially if I'm at an airport. I'm going to be like, did you check, did you check those hair rollers? <laughs> do you hear chirping? <laughs> I swear his rollers are chirping. I was going to become delusional being like, I hear birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we are loopy, guys. So I think we should end it on that note. <laughs> but before we do, Chris was talking about wanting to be, you know, we said just shut down for just a week and this kind of reminded me of this clip so I wanted to play it because it's one of my favorite clips. Sometimes when I'm driving all by myself I have this fantasy that I get into a car crash. Not a big one with fire and explosions but just like a little one. But I do get injured and I get to go to the hospital for two weeks and I sleep all day and I eat jello and I watch so much TV and it's all covered by my insurance. My kids bring me balloons and the nurses rub cream on my feet and oh my god it's so amazing. 
<laughs> Bad moms. Is that like something you guys fantasize about too? No. <laughs> And they said no, yeah, but I feel like, like I would. Yes, I mean maybe not like all of it, but yes, I've been there. I'm like maybe if I just go off the road just a little bit, or like the TikToks with the moms that they pretend they're gonna fall down the stairs carrying the laundry basket. I'm yep. Like, I, I, I just, what if I just fall down like the last couple of stairs, <laughs> just enough to just like you know take my ankle out for a couple of days? I'm not gonna call Justin and be like, yo, bro, but then he'd be like, just wrap it up and. Um, I'll get you a partner and crutches will be fine and I'll get you a house with a base, no basement and you can use a wheelchair and just do the main floor. He would find a way for you to work. <laughs> he 100% would find a way for you to work. Yeah, uh, I feel that. I don't even have kids and I feel that, you know? I'm like, that'd be nice. Just like a teeny little, like very minor, not life-changing injury where I'm just like out for a little bit and I'm just like ringing a bell and people are like bringing me things <laughs> no matter what industry you're in like every year like it should just be like an automatic like week shutdown I'm not talking like you gotta earn vacation pay yeah different I'm talking like everybody like shuts down I mean I know there's some places like hospitals like hospitals and EMS so like one week like it's shut down and then like another week like it rotates or something yeah. where you can work it out yeah like, you know but like so like it will seem like the world's shut down for two weeks but in reality it's just rotating so it's really one for each for people hashtag low low 2024 <laughs> i'll make america great 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 again i'll be your campaign director <laughs> uh, there's some kings to work out, but I feel like... I'm on board. I feel like everybody listening is on board. I feel like anybody you say that to would be on board. Someone told me that they are trying to make it a four-day work week in the U.S. now. Oh, beautiful. Which means we'd have probably like 10 hours. 10 hour days, yeah. But having a three-day weekend every weekend. I'd do it. I would. That'd be nice. Two days isn't enough. It's not. It's not enough at all. Like, you... You still have stuff you got to do, and then you got house stuff that you got to do. You need a day of just, like, obligated to doing nothing, just relaxing. So, I would be totally on board with that. Me too. So, again, people, low 2024. (laughs) (laughs) Our first female president. I'll get Taylor Swift to be my advisor. Oh, you're in then. You are in. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, on that note. We got to go. (laughs) Stay creepy. Bye. Bye.